You may have been told by some angel investor or advisor that your solution needs to be 10 times better, faster, or cheaper than the competition. But why is that? Well, today, I want to unpack why it is angel investors and VCs are asking for that and why it's not just an investor thing, but is key to the success of your startup. Welcome to Feel the Boot, the science of startups. I'm your host, Lance Cottrell, and I'm here to help you along your journey as a founder, to climb that nearly vertical learning curve that you're going to encounter as you build your business. I know what it's like, I've been there myself, and I have helped countless other founders along their journeys. This episode is part of a whole series of founder insights, the kind of information no one tells you about the process of running startups. All of the episodes in this playlist and all our other playlists are available also as podcasts and articles. So whether you take in information visually, orally, or through reading, we've got you covered. I also encourage you to go to Feel the Boot and sign up for our newsletter, Boot Prints. That ensures you get notified every time new episodes come out and gives you access to my free office hours so you can talk to me one-on-one -on -one to address any issues you may have that I haven't covered in other episodes or are just unique to your business. I'm going to assume that you have some kind of a solution. And let's say it's better than the alternatives that are out there. Isn't that enough? Shouldn't you be able to succeed because you're better? The answer is no. And the reason has everything to do with the inherent nature of startups and the decision-making process of your customers, particularly in the B2B arena. Now, obviously, the 10x number is arbitrary. It's a nice round number that we can talk about. But the point is, it isn't enough to be a little bit better. Being 10% better than your competition simply won't cut it. You need to be hugely better. And the reason is there's a large cost to making these kind of decisions for your customers. It is a much bigger deal for businesses. So with consumers, the need to be so much better is a little less because the consequences of making the mistake are smaller. But in a B2B context where they're buying a large expensive solution, people get fired from making the wrong decisions. And so they're very reluctant to do anything that they don't have high confidence in. And that's the problem. The first impediment is switching costs. It can take a lot in terms of time, attention, and money to shift from one solution to another, right? You've got lots of existing databases and workflows and processes that surround that. Maybe even other integrations with third-party products that you then need to replace with new versions. It's a lot of work. And a customer knows that if this doesn't work out, they now need to take all of that pain on again as they switch to something else, as they unwind this whole process. So people are always hesitant to switch from any complex implementation because of the switching costs. This is the one that actually applies to any solution with a large incumbent. It doesn't matter whether you're a startup or an established player, everyone worries about the switching costs. The second impediment for startups is the immaturity of your solution. As a early stage company, it's highly unlikely that you have something that is finely polished and 
you know, exactly fits your customer's needs, has a be beautiful user interface and has all the bugs removed, right? And that's a problem. Your competitors probably do have tools like that. The big incumbents certainly do. They've been polishing this for years. So the value you're bringing has to be huge to get someone to walk away from a pretty polished, well-maintained, bug-free solution that actually is kind of inefficient and doesn't do what they want to pick up a new solution, which is ugly, clunky, having new releases continuously, lots of bug fixes, but brings this extra value. That extra value had better be substantial to make it worth putting up with that pain. This is why so many companies have a hard time with Excel as their competition, right? They're creating new dashboards and new analytic tools, and they are far better than Excel, but it's hard to find a more robust, refined, polished, you know, reliable solution that everyone knows how to use than Excel. The third reason you need to be so much better is the sad reality that most startups fail. If someone invests in switching to adopt your solution, the odds are better than 50% that the startup won't be there in two years. And within four years, that goes up to say 60, 70, 80%, depending on the kind of business you're in. So the probability is that if they adopt your solution, they will be switching again because something happened to your company. Now that is a big downside. And to get them to do it, the upside has to be equally tremendous. And that really is where that 10 times kind of number comes in. The case has to be so good, the value proposition so obvious that even if your company goes belly up in 18 months and they have to go and buy a whole new solution and go through all this pain and, and suffering to adopt it, the person who made the buy decision can look everyone in the eye and say, of course I made this decision. Look at how much more productive, how amazing this was and how it helped us even in the 18 months we had it, right? It was a no-brainer. Anyone else would have made the same decision in the same situation. But that takes a lot, right? It can't be 10% better. Everyone will go, you idiot. You cost us $10 million in retooling for a 10% performance improvement? not going to happen, right? It's got to be something where as soon as you explain the reason you made the decision, everyone agrees. They'll say, it's unfortunate that this went wrong and hopefully this won't happen to the next solution we adopt, but we all know that was the right call to make. Thanks for watching this episode. I hope you found it useful and interesting. And if so, do the usual like, subscribe, ring that bell, share this episode with other founders. Put this out as widely as you can. I'm trying to help as many startups as I possibly can. That's why I created this channel. I also encourage you to get my office hours. Go over to filltheboot.com advising. That'll give you all the options, one of which is free office hours, which you get by signing up to my newsletter, Bootprints. Very low volume. Never sell any of your personal information. All we do is let you know every time new episodes come out. And until next time, ciao.